podcast is brought to you by Liberate My OCD Fighter, an OCD awareness and mental health initiative started by Ms. Kajal Gupta, based out of her personal experience with obsessive compulsive disorder or OCD. We at Liberated Voices engage in conversations surrounding mental health and highlight the personal stories of people who've been brave enough to come forward and share their incredible mental health journeys with us. And this week we are back with a fresh new episode. So, without further ado, let's jump right in. Hey guys, I hope all of you have been having an amazing Sunday so far and I'm your podcast host for this week. My name is Dia. So today we have some very interesting topics of conversation lined up for all of you and we'll be talking about the struggles of getting an accurate diagnosis in India, juggling multiple mental disorders and we'll also touch on some ways in which we can be better allies to the OCD community and to people going through other mental disorders as well. So we have our guest speaker for the week here and uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi. Uh, this is Priyanshi. Uh, I'm 22 and I've been diagnosed with OCD since two years now. And uh, I hope we can have a good conversation today. Okay, great. So now that we have our guest speaker here with us as well, uh, we'll get started. And uh, so Priyanshi, would you like to talk about um, how you were diagnosed and how the process started for you? Sure. So um, I actually would like to go a little bit further back than before my actual diagnosis. Um, I had been uh, having a lot of trouble with my mental health since a lot of years. And uh, having been already diagnosed with depression at the age of 13, there was already a lot of, uh, you know, there was already a lot of... uh, confusion about you know what was going on and everything but after you know college started there was a lot of ups and downs that I faced especially due to exams and uh, all of the different different experiences that I faced and what had happened was I used to uh, go to different doctors every month and all they did was give me pills that would just make me feel really sedated and uh, you know they would make me feel calm for a while but then it wouldn't really help in the long term and all they said was you know you're depressed and uh, you know you have some anxiety symptoms and that's it nobody really explained what was going on nobody really um, you know explained what depression even was was what anxiety was all I knew was um, what I got to know from google so it was a really hard experience for a lot of uh, months and then finally, one day we went to a different doctor and uh, they actually had a longer conversation. And the difference here was that it was a team of doctors. It was a psychiatrist and there were also clinical and counseling psychologists with them. So I feel because of their um, bound uh, expertise, they could actually kind of diagnose and they told me, oh, you actually have OCD. And I was shocked because what we see on TV, we see that uh, people with OCD are clean freaks and, uh, you know, they're perfectionists. And I'm actually not none of those things. I mean, I don't like myself clean all the time or anything. So I was shocked. And then they explained it to me and then I could relate to whatever they were saying. And I was like, oh, damn, I actually do have OCD. 
so that's how mm. i was diagnosed and the point of this whole story is that you know the mental health profession in india is still very new and the doctors are not that proficient in what they do and uh, not all i mean there are some that are really good good the one that i have now is really good but i just want to alert people out there that you know if you're having some trouble and you go to a doctor and you're not satisfied with your um, medication and your therapy and whatever i feel you should definitely go get a second opinion or a third or fourth opinion Mm-hmm, definitely definitely so i think from this uh, like experience that you shared we definitely see that uh, you can't generalize when it comes to a mental health issue uh, yeah. because it's not the same for everyone and i think you would you know definitely agree with that right uh, everyone's experiences are different so i think all our listeners can definitely take away from what you just shared that uh, not to generalize especially when it comes to something as important as uh, mental health um Definitely. yes uh, so next you also spoke about how uh, different mental health uh, problems were coexisting for you like you also spoke about uh, your bipolar disorder right right so would you like to uh, maybe go into depth about how you uh, deal with that you know many different problems how do you deal with that and uh, you know try to find a solution so um the thing with uh, ocd and many other mental health disorders is that they are often comorbid which means that they exist together which is uh, because you know um as i said the doctors they treat you when they usually say that you have depression and anxiety the reason they do that is because depression and anxiety are very simple terms and they are um, more than illnesses they are symptoms of almost all mental health disorders so what happens is uh, especially generally uh, especially in my case what happened was with my ocd something called bipolar disorder was triggered and uh, all the depressive and hypomanic uh symptoms that i was having they were all kind of resultant of my primary ocd diagnosis so what happens is in ocd you get a lot of intrusive thoughts and you get a lot of doubts that make you stuck in this constant cycle of uh, worries and doubts and very irrational thoughts actually which you actually know are not true but your brain is kind of um making you believe that you know they are true. so it's a constant battle and that sort of makes you depressive and uh, which is very common with in people with uh, ocd but what happened with me was um, it went into a deeper cycle where uh, i would either get very depressed or i would have periods of hypomania which is actually the opposite of depression but you know when when i say opposite of depression you might imagine that it's something good but it's actually not because uh it's a stage where it's a state where you're very positive and uh, in a way that you're not able to you know see the negatives of life where you're not able to see the reality i mean you're in a kind of state where you're not able to distinguish between what is actually um, real and what is in your head that you're thinking mm-hmm. so for example um if i'm thinking of a task 
that I'm supposed to do. If I'm hypomanic, I may not be able to uh, realize the hurdles of that task. And that is uh, dangerous because you're not able to kind of uh, think ahead in time and you're not able to um, calculate the risks of certain things. And actu- that actually results in a lot of risky and impulsive behavior. So uh, oh. that started and uh, hypomania is actually very hard to diagnose because people around you think you're happy. But they, they uh, it actually, you know, gets very late by the time that they realize that you're not happy or actually um, behaving very erratically and dangerously. And by that mm-hmm. time, yeah, it's kind of late. And so, yeah, I was kind of lucky that I was diagnosed with both together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the way that I deal with both is through medication and therapy and a lot of, uh, you know, uh, mood, thought, mood and thought recording. So mm-hmm. um, with my bipolar state I have to kind of there is a scale of minus three to plus three I have to record it every day and kind of just state how my mood is on a scale of zero to three which is zero is basically normal and plus three is like very hypomanic and minus three is very depressive so till the time I'm between you know minus two to plus two it's okay like I do need to be or you know um vigilant but it's still okay but if it goes anywhere below or above that then i need urgent medical care so yeah what i mean is i have to be very vigilant all the time and of my moods and thoughts and just maintain a diary that has been really helpful Mm -hmm. definitely so from this part of the uh, discussion what i have definitely understood is that uh, you know how a lot of the times there are people who don't take mental health seriously or in this case they might not take things like OCD or bipolar disorder seriously but um, the way that you've narrated like your day-to-day experience like you said that it's a battle every day right so I think it definitely goes to show to everyone that it is very important and it requires a lot of care and a lot of attention So, yes, I've definitely understood myself personally how, um, you know, vigilant you have to be. So thank you for sharing that with us. And um, next, I think we'll talk about how, um, like you said, right, Um, you had to do a lot of um, education for yourself as well when you found out you have OCD. And so would you like to talk about how you went on the journey of clarifying what exactly OCD or even bipolar disorder was right so for me uh, it definitely started with therapy and uh, but yeah in therapy the first thing I was told was I'd have to read up a lot about the issues have to watch videos and stuff so I picked up some books that my therapist recommended and I started being thorough with it because so what I've heard a lot of people say is that, you know, with mental health, the more you know, the more you might be in the kind of possibility of uh, kind of getting these issues, which I think is very uh, nonsensical because it yeah. doesn't, doesn't just happen. that yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, I mean, mm. you might get more, um, you know, uh, vigilant about it, as I said, or you might get yeah. a bit more uh, confused. But there's obviously a way around it. I feel uh, that, you know, denial or uh, ignorance is not the way to be. 
I think that should definitely read about it. And uh, I was just telling a friend the other day that with mental health, I feel knowing how to know is a big deal. So you have to know how to read and not kind of uh, keep trying to mm-hmm. relate it to yourself, even if it, even if you're not actually relating. So you have to make yourself mm-hmm. stop and question that. am i reading it and kind of forcing myself to believe that i have this or do i actually have this you know things Correct. like that so yeah, for me what happened was i read a lot of books i read about albert ellis that was who actually kind of uh, made the therapy for ocd revolutionized uh, the therapy for ocd and then i followed this person called uh, robert bray he's uh, really good with his ocd foundation so i really recommend people with ocd and uh, allies and supporters to watch his videos and uh, follow him even on instagram and facebook so yeah i feel reading a lot not just doing simple google searches actually really help you and uh, for ocd survivors i feel um, so what our doctors tell us is that this never really goes away you learn to manage so i feel for learning you need to be educated about it so you need to learn uh, your triggers you need to learn your themes ocd has a lot of themes so you need to learn what exactly sets you off because for me just say you know some things i'm really particular about and then some things i really don't care about just say my parents sometimes really get surprised that you know i don't bathe for days sometimes which is fine a lot of us mm-hmm. as teenagers we do that but then sometime i'll see a little spot on my bed sheet and i'll get really obsessive about it and i'll feel like i have to change this right now so my parents get really confused that you you're not a cleanliness freak but then this really freaks you out so what what's the scene so that's the issue that it is very particular and you have to know your own uh, triggers that what is it that triggers you and it's really good if uh, you know along the course of your journey if you kind of go to the base of the triggers and you try to find the core belief that is causing these triggers and i think that is really important for recovery and for managing these uh, issues yeah i think that's a very valuable piece of information and i think this way you're pushing our listeners to go ahead and read up and educate themselves more about this which is amazing and the last theme uh, we're coming to the end of our podcast but uh, the last one like you said you also urged um, allies and supporters to be educated about ocd so for you know a nice way to end our conversation uh, do you have any um, uh, any pieces of advice uh, to the allies and supporters on how they can be supportive to someone struggling with ocd or in general any mental health uh, disorder or problem right so uh, yeah i would actually like to start answering this question by actually talking about what ocd is a bit because it is so falsely represented in media that you know it's just hinged in our brains even for survivors like as i said when i was diagnosed i was in shock because i was just like that's not possible so i feel uh, what people even people that consider themselves woke these days and they think they know what depression and anxiety is i don't think they know what ocd really is even my closest friends they don't understand so i feel mm-hmm. you know this is something that you can't just do one google search about or read two articles about this is something you really need to go into the depth of and i feel with so much of content that we are you know consuming these days countless reels and igtv and whatever 
I feel you do have the time to you know go to YouTube and watch a few videos on OCD and actually understand what it really is. Actually read about the themes and understand what it is. Because if you want to be an ally and a supporter, this is a very peculiar disorder. I mean, I am actually really proud of myself that I live with this because I can't tell you how hard it actually is to deal with. It's actually mm-hmm. like constantly fighting with yourself and. it's like uh, i was just telling a friend today that you know if you like he was confused that you know you seem to be functioning normally then why do you say that you're sick and i told him i seem to be functioning normally because i am functioning like you are while i'm on meds so mm-hmm. you know it's just and plus also you can't see what i'm struggling with on the outside in the inside it's a constant struggle and it's things, yes. it's things that are so peculiar that you're ashamed to talk about it with anxiety mm-hmm. what generally happens is I, i don't mean to be little anything but with anxiety what generally happens is it's fears that are kind of more uh, you know with everyday things you might be anxious about an exam but it might be to a very huge extent you know so even that is yeah. difficult but it is more understandable that you know exam here so she is um, scared mm-hmm. but with ocd the thoughts are so peculiar sometimes it just gets very uh, embarrassing to talk about i mean there are different themes there is um themes about religion themes about uh, morality themes about even sexual obsessions where people are just obsessing over if they are a pedophile so you know mm-hmm. can you imagine just kind of doubting if you're a pedophile and uh, you know that you're not but your mind is constantly telling you that you are so you don't know what to believe it's actually mm-hmm. that bad and mm-hmm. uh, th- there are some themes of ocd that i don't have and i read uh, you know stories about it and i get so scared that what if one day i have this because i don't think i can handle it but that's the thing i have to live with it and i have to handle it mm-hmm. anyway the what i mean to say is that i i really urge people to read about it and actually go into the depth of it because without that you cannot support somebody uh mm-hmm. because unlike other mental health uh, issues or something uh, in ocd if you actually reassure a person it goes uh, the other way like you're not supposed to reassure a person if somebody says you know what if i left the stove on and what if my house catches on fire you're not really supposed to say uh, no you didn't and no it won't catch fire because that actually makes it worse and somebody who doesn't understand ocd will not understand what i just said because mm-hmm. they'll be like why reassurance works i'm trying to calm the person but that doesn't happen no cd what happens is if you tell the person that no tumne nahi choda tha fire open and no the house won't catch on fire the person will start having another doubt they'll say okay then what if i um, you know let the tap running so it kind of like a cycle mm-hmm. weird doubt Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean is to support somebody with OCD, you have to know how it works. You have to know what happens, and you have to know the sort of rules of how to deal with it. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. all I actually have to say. That read about it, go into the depth, and ask the person what they want. Know the person's triggers, know their themes, and uh, encourage them to kind of read about it themselves. Because sometimes it gets very hard, and we want to give up. and um, that's just not an option you know yes of course definitely so priyanshi like she said you should be proud of yourself and she like she told us all it's a constant battle and struggle for her every day so and i think one of the things that uh, kind of stood out to me was how you said that uh, you're not supposed to reassure someone with ocd 
you know we might be thinking that we're helping but yeah. it's very surprising you know to learn that we're not helping at all in fact we're making the situation worse yeah. so i think uh learning is the only option and uh reading getting educated about everything is very important but yes i think you ended it on a very nice note by saying that uh, you're very proud of yourself and uh, you're functioning just like other people around you but you are uh, fighting a struggle inside so i think we're all proud of you after hearing about your entire journey uh, it's not easy to talk about such a big part of your life but uh, it's definitely a sensitive topic but thank you so much for talking to us and yes i hope all of our listeners are going away a little bit more educated and i hope all of us promise to be more educated about ocd after today thank you for having me it was great talking to you this podcast is brought to you by liberate my ocd fighter an ocd awareness and mental health initiative started by ms kajal gupta based out of her personal experience with obsessive compulsive disorder or ocd We at Liberated Voices have conversations surrounding mental health and highlight the personal stories of people who are brave to come forward and share their incredible mental health journey with us. And we are back with a fresh new episode for you. So without further ado, let's get started.